Hi, thanks for joining us for Whole Cluster Conversation. This week, we're going to talk about um, the timely topic of fall planting and uh, especially site prep for stuff that you can do in the fall. And I'll try to touch on the vineyard side of things. This is Haley, and Ashley's going to talk a little bit about um, species to consider planting and the types of plants to to plant in the fall, as well as, like I said, some site prep things that are really helpful to do in the fall. Yeah. So with that, I think we'll we'll do it a little differently this week, Haley. And I just want to start out, um, and I think this is what a lot of people, whether they have a vineyard or whatever, that they're thinking about. But like, what are your goals when it comes to fall plantings? Oh, yeah, that's a good. You're always really good about reminding me, like, <laughs> what are your goals with like, you're asking me all these questions, but what do you want in the end? Why are you doing the fall plantings or what, what do you think from your perspective? I'm Haley. This is Ashley. We are Whole Cluster Conversation. So we got some suggestions on planting certain native species or um, um, non-weed species that mm-hmm. uh, might help push out some of the weeds that we have or um, help to do some ground cover so that we don't have um, like as much cheat grass and other things. So the suggestion that we got was anything that we have that's seeds, basically, we plant in mm-hmm. the fall. So I wanted to know, especially from you, like, are there certain seeds we shouldn't plant in the fall? And Mm -hmm. what's the best and easiest way to kind of do that, do the planting that is? So yeah, so it sounds like kind of where I was going to go with this is, yeah, fall plantings is really thinking about, um, which I mean, I think I can ask you a bit later about the vineyard side of things, but Mm -hmm. for you is just thinking about, those like maybe cover crops or pollinator um, crops or like other ways to bring in some species. And so, yeah, as you mentioned, thinking about site prep and particular types of species or like, I guess, types of plants is really important when thinking about doing a fall planting versus doing something like a spring planting. Okay. What are some of those differences like in species or types of plants that we would want to do in the fall? Yeah, especially thinking fall versus the spring. So I think a lot of people think about the spring as like that's the time when you plant things. That's when everything is coming out. And so that's like when everybody's like getting ready. And when I say spring, I really mean as early as like in our neck of the woods could be like February. It's like really right after the ground is, you know, not getting snow is defrosted. Um, you putting those plants in, but there's certain types of plants. I will say, um, that as in like forms of the plant that are best for fall plantings. And that is like seeds and bulbs. And then if you are wanting to plant like larger plants, um, you're going to look more at potted sized plants, like gallon size plants or you know maybe even small because the idea with a fall planting is you're getting those plants in I was reading because I was just like what what do people actually say out there because I'd always just think oh small planting but they say 
the best is six weeks before frost. And okay. the idea is that you're getting your plants into the ground in the fall so that they can start establishing their roots um, because they're going to die back. But oh, those they're are gonna the have... potted plants. Six yeah, weeks the before potted, frost. but okay. even your bulbs and your seeds, because your bulbs, um, ideally, bulbs and seeds, some seed species especially, um, need to go through kind of that winter cooling <laughs> that allows them for the germination. And the other thing with seeds is oftentimes you'll get seed packets. Like I just ordered a bunch of Willamette Valley, like prairie species, because I have this little portion of my yard that I want to like have a little pollinator garden. And so I just got a bunch of different seed packets and some of them are like mixes. Um, I got a couple that were just like individual and on it, it says anything from September through April. But the thing with planting seeds later in the season is it gets back to what I was saying originally with the like um, roots establishment and bigger plants. So essentially you're getting your seeds in ideally after like the first rain or if you do get them like in later when this it's kind of getting a little cooler but the plant will essentially have that time frame to grow before Mm -hmm. then you know the frost comes and then they are they have that extra little bit for then when the spring comes okay Um, so there are some plantings that are better in the spring. And so that's like bare root plantings. Um, so pots. So like if you're thinking about trees, shrubs, that kind of stuff, it's fine to do a fall planting, but you're going to be looking at more like pots, which can be more money. Um, a lot of times in my world, we're doing like restoration stream projects. And so you're buying like bulk plants. And so people like to do bare root planting. And the bulk of that season would be, you know, in the I guess we like to say late winter, but it's actually spring, yeah. like February, March. March. Yeah. yeah. Very um, cool. But bare roots are great for that spring planting because they're so cheap. So that is kind of the other, the the converse of it is like, if you're looking at those bigger species, the fall plantings could be more expensive because you're getting like more established plants right. typically, except for like the bulbs and the seeds. Do you want to have a certain consideration when you're doing fall plantings of of uh, living plants, I'll say, instead of seeds or bulbs? Like those are living, but uh, potted Even- plants. <laughs> um, do you want to have a certain number that like, okay, it's okay for me to have like 10% winter kill or is it should everything pretty much survive? I mean, that's the goal, but there's always like going to be die off no matter when. I mean... If you're planting at certain times and not planting correctly, um, then then there's going to be more die off. But okay. there's always so an element a, of that. A good, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, um, uh, so yeah. what else should we consider doing like now in the fall in the vineyard? Like I told you a little bit about what we're planning on planting. We're mostly planning on doing kind of a, a establishing a hedgerow area, mm-hmm. um, but we're going to experiment with putting some in with the vines as well to especially, like I said, control some of that cheatgrass and other um, weeds that we have problems with. Um, But is there other stuff that we should be doing right now out there to help establish those plants or prep the site? Yeah. So, I mean, we're getting a little bit later into the season, but um, the biggest thing and 
you were asking about like the mortality rate of plants, um, or you could say the success of it. Um, yes. <laughs> we wanted to be happy, but um, really the success of your planting oftentimes really is driven by your site prep. And that is the number one thing that people, I think, skimp on because in like my world, when we're looking at grants and stuff, it's like all about plants in the ground or like you might be working with some sort of like um, conservation agency like NRCS or something and they might be like, okay, cool, we're going to pay for the plants in the ground. And so you sometimes aren't always um, spending that time with the site prep, but this having good site prep is really important for seed establishment. And that can be different for like if you're wanting to plant um, seeds and say do like more of a pollinator meadow, that site prep is especially important to do like early and like for a longer period of time. And so that can usually start in the summertime with putting out like solarization so that you're killing off any plants that would be competing with the seeds that you're putting in. Okay. Now, if you're looking at your like container plants or bigger stuff, you still want to do site prep, but the site prep and the maintenance is also going to come into importance there because again, having site preps where you're either spraying or trying to get rid of some of the, what's going to compete with the plants. Like if you had a blackberry bush, you'd want to get that out really right. well before you... Um, come in and plant um because you're not just gonna like plant over like you need to get rid of those competitors but then especially with trees and shrubs you're gonna be thinking about afterwards like your continual maintenance of okay I need to go around and like you know maybe um we'd whack around this plant every year or you know if if spraying is in your um management plan then like maybe I want to do a ring spray around this plant or you're just going to need to think about that and that's mm -hmm. going to be a big part of your success because if you plant a whole bunch of little baby plants <laughs> but you plant them in something that's like just going to out compete for sunlight and nutrients then they're not gonna you know they're just like yeah. a weakling in a pile of bullies <laughs> That's almost though, for at least our project where we have five acres of vines planted and like wanting to um, experiment with certain native or um, some, some of the species we're looking at aren't necessarily native, but they're, um, you know, like good for our area. They're, they're, they don't take a lot of water. They're not mm -hmm. super invasive. They're um, low grow, things like that. Um, fire, yeah. they're not, you know, a big yeah. dry fire spreader plant. Um, so it almost makes it more like bite size though. Like, okay, mm -hmm. this year we're going to do this one row <laughs> yeah, and we're going to prep this row and we're going to do the solarization. Like you're saying, we're going to mm -hmm. make sure that everything is good. And then we'll in the fall, continue prepping the site, plant the seeds and next spring, hopefully that means everything that, or, you yeah. know, most of the stuff that pops up is going to be the stuff we want, the good stuff instead of the cheatgrass. <laughs> no, 100%. And so that's, again, where you're going to start, you want to be 
almost thinking a year in advance of like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to get my site prep done. And, you know, that's definitely going to vary, like I said, based on the plants you're putting in. But you're going to say, okay, I want this. And then, you know, you're going to do that solarization. And then you'll plant. So say if you do, say you're like, I want to plant a meadow of stuff. What's also really cool is one, those plant usually seeds and bulbs, like it costs a lot of money, but you can have them work for you because if you take it off in chunks, you can say, okay, I'm going to solarize this area. And then adjacent to that, once that area is done, I'm going to lift it up. I'm going to plant it. And then I'm going to start working on the area adjacent to it. And then what you can do is actually start collecting the seeds or just start like, if it's in a way you just kind of like move the seeds and all the chaff, yeah. all the like dead plant materials over, create a cover crop on the area that you just did while right. maybe additionally seeding it. and then just keep rolling it over. Like and that. then you're like, you're collecting your own seeds. And so you're having to buy less seeds yes. and then you're like continuing the process and then And, you know, maybe that first year you'll go back and be like, whoa, this one needs more seeds. And so then you like kind of go back and you you take some more back over. Put on our list to talk about seed collection. I love seed collection. Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Keep it in the maybe next fall. That would be a good one for next fall because a lot of seed collection happens in the fall, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. I've been doing that with, because again, I, I got a whole bunch of plants. And so I went through and I started like collecting the seeds off yeah. of my plants and then I just spread them. And like, because I just was like, you know, it's nature. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like, and no, I don't it's need almost good it for to, them to be developed in that area and like shift and change yeah. and like. Yeah, heck yeah. Well, and I didn't need my seeds to be perfectly clean. So I just kind of like spread them with some of the the chaff, like the extra little bits of the plant. Mm -hmm. And because I was like, well, it's helping create like a little bit of cover too for them. And then I just put them in a new area that I want more plants to grow. I do seed collection, but not not of natives. So mine's like... Like I've been collecting my marigold seeds and my zinnia seeds. And then That's I've actually fine. been giving them away as Christmas gifts. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there you go. You can like have another little like, I wouldn't say business because you need like nursery licenses for that yeah. stuff. But and like I need you another business, like <laughs> another hole in my head. <laughs> no, but like you said, give it away as gifts and yeah. like fun stuff. Um, as well yeah but yeah so that's like the importance of fall planting and it's just good to think about like that you can utilize like two different seasons for getting plants into the ground it's just going to be different types of plants I'm all about that too like like we were just talking about like like you were saying you could roll things over and then like come back behind Mm -hmm. and collect those seeds and then go to the right next door Mm -hmm. plant there yeah. Roll the solarization over 20 feet or however big it is. And bite-sized things are way yeah. thumbs up in my book right now. <laughs> and <laughs> it's also cost-effective. It's yeah. so cost-effective, Haley, because when looking at pollinator plants, which I think we all love and it's so beautiful, but they are expensive. I'm not going to lie to you. No matter where you are at, they're expensive. So yeah, yeah like... I mean, I'm not advocating like going out to your natural areas and collecting seeds, but like if you have some on your property, 
party, yes. collect some seeds and spread them around. Right. Or if oh. you see, like I've asked neighbors, I see neighbors yeah. that have have really good plants in their yard and um, I'll ask them sometimes like, hey, I saw that such and such is kind of done for the season. Do you mind if I just take a handful of <laughs> and see if I can grow them in my yard? Um, we have some milkweed in our front yard and mm. last year I didn't collect the seeds. The year before I did, but I need to again this year because kind of low on those seeds but well and then again like I said they're also gonna fall and be like nearby where they're already at so I mean there's there's benefits of like just starting that process because essentially you're just trying to be a competitor and so that's the other thing with like site prep and fall planting is that like you are you know spending your summer early early fall like doing your site prep spraying whatever um, method you're using but then you want to get those plants in the ground as soon as possible so that they're starting to like compete with anything that might come into play yeah so. cool yeah. yes so much Pretty. to do <laughs> I mean I think fall planting is a pretty easy topic but I think it's it's kind of to me, I think it's always eye-opening to people that you can do some planting in the fall and not right. just wait till the spring for everything. That's so. true. Yeah. I think in the vineyard too, like a lot of cover crops might be possible to plant in the fall. Um, if you're using um, certain cover crops, like I think legumes might be possible mm. to plant in the fall. Um, definitely clovers. And I mean, they're in some areas a native species. Yeah. So um depending on what what people are doing in their vineyards. Um, if you've listened to our podcast, you know that at our vineyard, we're trying to do more like using native species and um, not necessarily farming those areas, but letting them kind of be a little bit wild so that there mm-hmm. is more wild space for our um, insects and um, rabbits and other whatever else we've got up there. Um, but yeah, people I think people to see beautiful yes. native <laughs> plants <laughs> <laughs> or weeds right now. <laughs> no, there's there's native <laughs> plants and weeds <laughs> and lots yeah. of sunflowers. Um, yeah, which are good for soil compaction. But um, we definitely need to figure out a balance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I know that I talked a lot about like native plants and and you even mentioned like some cover crops that are really great that you can start thinking, which that's another great thing of like planting those cover crops that over winter that then you'll like harvest in the um, uh, spring. I think oftentimes people think of something like winter wheat or like clover of something that just keeps something on the soil because having Mm -hmm. bare soil is like... No, no bueno. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because it's just, you're going to have erosion issues or like maybe dust and stuff. Um, so right. it's just, you know, not. And again, that's also bringing in, helping with compaction, bringing nutrients back into your soil to keep it going for the next year. Yeah. So what other things like do you consider planting in the fall? Um, well, so we, I know we had talked a little bit before we started recording about, um, vines. So yeah, most grapevines are planted in that late winter, spring. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have to, because of pushing up against nursery timelines and things, you can plant them in the, in the early summer. Um, okay. that's about half of our vineyard was planted in, um, 
trying to think when we started. I think it was April. Uh, it might have been it might have been late. Yeah, it must have been mid to late April. And then um, we got some plants a little bit later and those didn't arrive until the end of May. So we pushed up against that summer and those plants that we planted late definitely struggled. So I would say if you're looking to plant a vineyard, do it's what we did, plan, <laughs> plan multiple years in advance. If you can do the site prep, like you were talking about site prep, there is site prep you can do for your vineyard too, depending on what you what your goals are. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely plan on a late winter, early spring planting. Um, there is, it's kind of like what you were saying. It's something like um, you want to make sure if you're planting um, plants that have any green tissue um, mm -hmm. to, you don't want to have any freeze go through. Um, so you want to be after your freeze window. Um, but it's something like, yeah, three weeks after the last freeze or something is the, is a good time to, I can't remember what, what our nursery told us, but if you work with a good nursery, especially something, somebody that might be local, um, mm -hmm. they can probably give you really good guidelines on planting. So does anyone do fall plantings of vine like worldwide, or is that something that you in your region do specifically? Right. Um, I looked a little bit online and I saw a couple things, but it was mostly for table grapes and mm. like hobby plantings, not commercial or um, crop driven, especially not wine driven um, plantings for fall plantings. Um, so yeah, pe most people that are planting and growing grapes to make wine, it's going to be that spring uh, I'll just say spring, late winter, spring <laughs> yeah. planting. And then um, like I said, I think there's a way to do, like you can buy bare root plants for sure. Mm -hmm. So I think that there probably is a time and a place for doing bare root plantings in the fall of grapes, but maybe it's... You'd want to in spring. <laughs> bare roots is spring. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Potted. Um, okay. There's I'm a, just like... Yes. <laughs> potted. Um, you can get potted, um, plants and... So maybe doing an experiment with that and seeing, you know, what, what works. If you can get potted plants and then plant them in the fall and see if that actually helps with root establishment, you could even have um, maybe an extension office help with um, doing some, some like research on it. Yeah. But like I said, I think the big part of a fall planting to keep in mind is having enough root establishment before uh -huh. there's any sort of frost. Because right. I'm guessing from what you said earlier about why you do the spring and then like even thinking how late your other ones is like that you want really good established roots for the mm -hmm. vines before yeah. they're going to be hit with either drought or hit with like extreme cold weather. I know. Right months ago or months, <laughs> not months ago, but we talked, it seems like months ago, we talked about like, um, kicker canes and all of that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And so, and like how some of the vineyards are impacted by like that fall or that harsh weather in the winter. Right. And so I think that same principle comes into fall plantings of just having a really good established plant before it moves into that um, fall or winter time. Right. Yeah. I think that's, that's exactly right. And understanding, like if you don't understand, if you're planting a crop of any kind or plants of any kind, and you don't understand the plant physiology, maybe just 
either trust your experts and do what they say or learn a little bit about that plant physiology because it does, for each individual plant species, it can be different. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, the nurseries. So yeah, their nurseries great. are great. Yeah, great um, resource. That I know I, I know a, I know a lot about plants and, and plantings, but I... I'm constantly learning new ones and constantly um, talking to the nurseries because um, they do research on planting stuff and and trying to figure out new ways to plant stuff. So cool. Yes. Well, cool. I had a lot of fun with this conversation this week, and I think it's pretty simple. Like fall plantings is pretty simple, but it's also, like I said, a great opportunity to plant some more things. So. Saving seeds is a new topic too. I'll write it down. (laughs) Excellent. Cool. Anything else that you wanted to discuss that we forgot about today? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I will wrap it up. So some of the, uh, we, we have a new topic of maybe saving seeds that we'll talk about in the future, but uh, we're also going to probably, we're going to talk about home winemaking and um, varietal selections for growing, as well as probably talking a little bit more about weeds in the vineyard in the future. Um, So if you have any questions on those topics or have some suggestions for future topics, please, please, please email them in and you can reach us at wholeclusterconversation at gmail.com or we are on Facebook and Instagram. So (laughs) send us a DM or message or whatever. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of Whole Cluster Conversation. Music provided by Michael Johnson of Grand Falconer. Audio production provided by our friend Ukiah Bogle. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you like to listen. Ciao.